0: A B C A B C A B C A B C One Two Three.
1: Uppy, and with me is the CEO and co-founder of Uppy and the Stash Podcast, uh, we have Donovan. Donovan, how are you tonight, buddy? <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's a long title, man. I've never yeah. even had a t- title that long. <laughs> uh, I am doing well. How the hell are you, man?
1: Uh, good week so far. Um, going back to the last time we uh, got to put on our headphones, uh, went out to the Oakland Pays game Saturday night. We had, had, won some free tickets. We took... Uh, our uh, our super fan, Mr. Nunn and his wife out, and um, we try to get together once a month just to have like a kid-free evening. And uh, this month it was the A's game, and the A's won ten to two. So we have sworn off going to A's games with the kids because the kids are bad luck. Um, every time we've gone with the kids over the last I don't know five six years, I always lose. The two times this year we went without them, they have won. So we've determined the kids are bad luck. So save some money and don't take the kids, and actually see a winning team. No Star Wars, Fireworks night, so a bonus on top of that. And, yeah. Um, how about you? What have you been up to? Well, you know,
2: the usual drug, sex, rock and roll, minus all three at one time. Uh, no, same old say, man. Just working late. Uh, no, no good games. Uh, uh, Sunday was uneventful. Uh, Antonio Brown is still the man of the week. Mm-hmm. But we'll save that conversation yeah. for tomorrow. I mean, I was I was very happy with the way uh, football week turned out <laughs> and the way baseball... Go Dodgers, by the way, man. Yeah. Congratulations to the, the
1: division of baseball. They get to be like the New England... They're like the New England Patriots of baseball, but they don't win the championship. But they're yeah. always good. They're always there because the Giants suck ass, and they get to beat up on them 19 times a year.
0: But, um, yeah. one
1: thing I, well, so one thing I'm really, really being curious about. I guess today would have been... What's today? Wednesday? So I guess yesterday... Well, either way, what I would like to know, how has Young Master Stash taken to preschool so far?
2: Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Little little Stash has his first day, well, it's going on to his third day now, tomorrow. His first day was... Um, eventful exhausting exciting nervousness all wrapped up into one uh he did a lot better Uh, he fared a lot better than i I had imagined i thought he was going to have a really a breakdown of some sorts and Mm -hmm. no no the only one that had a breakdown leaving him was his was his daddy (laughs) crying on the way to the car about how i couldn't leave my son behind and how I felt that was wrong leaving him with strangers, and what if he was mm-hmm. sad, or what if he was scared, and all these things that he probably wasn't worried about, what I was. And right. it, and then it took about until the until when they grandma and grandpa picked him up, and they said, uh, "Oh, he had a good day. He was happy. He's laughing. He's okay. And everything was okay."
1: Yeah, that was one thing I had to do because uh, so we started, as you know, maybe our listeners don't, but um, little Eppy is in preschool this year as well. Um, but she started when school started back up, so she's been going for about four weeks. A couple now.
2: weeks, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But like Fixtured you were telling it, Dirty yeah. Dan,
1: like you were telling Dirty Dan off the air last week when we recorded the football show, um, I had the benefit of she had two older brothers. She's been dying to go to school for a couple weeks, a uh, couple mm-hmm. like about a year now. She's been dying to go to school. So yeah, um, my first day, I just had to make sure I spent it being upbeat and um, excited because I didn't want to bring down the mood of her day because she was just jazzed to go to school. But um, in her world, uh, she had her first picture day on yeah. Tuesday. Yeah, how was that? For the last week, I swear, every day for the last week, including Saturday and Sunday, every day at least once, she'd she's like, is today picture day? And we're like, no. Um, but she uh, picture day finally came. She gave the cutest little smile you've ever seen. And she did nice. really well, which is good because, as the one teacher in the classroom said, they had four friends who didn't take pictures because they just weren't ready. One of them being a kid who literally cries every day. Um, not judging that kid, but there's one girl that cries every day. <laughs> I, I think it's like her grandma that's dropping her off. And um, so just happy that, you know, my kid's not the trouble child or causes any grief for them. And, uh, I did have one cheery moment, like, I don't want to leave stashing in here, I did have one cheery moment one day, um, three days out of the five in the week, given, due to Mrs. Uppy's schedule, I'm the one dropping her off by myself, and there was one day, I think two weeks ago, so she's well mm-hmm. established at this point already, she's just, you know, I hope her get settled, because we signed them in, they put their backpack in the cubby, then they choose to either shake the teacher's hand or give a thumbs up or you know my daughter always chooses to shake hands And kids are brave and give hugs and then they wash their hands and they sit down for lunch and my daughter's gotten to the routine of she lets you she lets you know when she's ready for you to leave just out of nowhere she'll be sitting there and she's like bye daddy or bye mommy and just one day, yeah she's, just that one day she just sat there and my whole way walking out the door she just kept waving saying bye daddy blowing me kisses and, Oh, dang. That was the one day it just got to me. I was like, you know what? I'm so happy that she loves it so much. And, you know, anything I can do to make sure she never loses that, um, I will do. Because when they love school, there's nothing easier about your day. And I I enjoy the fact that she asked me on Saturdays and Sundays if she gets to go to school.
2: Yeah. No, he doesn't talk about it. He doesn't talk about it until I bring it up with him, like he's got to go. And he's like, oh, yeah, I got to go to school. I don't think it's really kicked in yet. It, it will, but to any of your first-time parents who are having their kids go to school, it is an emotional day. Some of us are a little emotional than others, and our emotions sometimes come later or they happen really early on. But it's uh, it's fun. It's exciting. But, you know, em- embrace it because it's a, a good Think of it this way. If if you can sit down and write a letter to your kid about their first day of school that you've dropped them off and your emotions and your hopes and your dreams and your anxieties and everything that you encountered that day and then seal that letter up and have him read it to himself when he's an adult or she's an adult dropping his or her kid off at school for the first day how cool that would be you know? you can experience that that moment in time because if we write it now it's very fresh it's very now versus mm-hmm. that if we're going to tell them 30 years from now <laughs> you know well, we're going right. to be old <laughs> man we're going to be like in our 60s man 60s <laughs> or 70s recounting a time when we were in our 30s you know mm-hmm. and uh, it's going to be a lot different and re- remembered a lot different uh right. 30 years from now than it is you know the first month or two months about how you felt so I encourage everybody I, I, I'm going to do I'm going to write a uh, note to my son about what I felt and how he looked and how excited we were and mm-hmm. maybe I'll even put a picture in that in that, um, <laughs> in that envelope you know and something he can nice. open later in life it'd be really cool well
1: that's pretty badass man I'm glad it's uh, going well so far and hopefully it keeps going well yeah. yeah. There's the um, yeah. Just learning lots of fun stuff and coming home and telling you that he learned something but he can't tell you what it is. We get that a lot. <laughs> Did you learn something <laughs> today? Yeah. What'd you yeah. learn? Yeah.
2: I don't know. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. Yeah. We'll what's your outside. what's your friend's name? <laughs> I don't know, but but we're friends, okay. It takes a while. So. Like
1: we've gotten to the point now where she comes home with names. She'll talk about kids by name, so it, it takes a while but they do get there. And my thing is, it was nice actually seeing her open up to other adults. She's a really shy child, so seeing her yeah. open up
2: and actually speak to other adults um, makes me happy. <laughs> well, that's it's good. I'm happy that. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I, I, our our kids are within the same age range, and they. Mm-hmm. She she opened up when she was here for the family reunion, so. <laughs> I, I think I think uh, running over running over my son was, was the highlight of the whole... <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll never forget it. <laughs>
1: what do we end time? My, my child... No, it was this,
2: good. Right? In his own car. It was, it was... It was... Yeah, with his own car. I know, it was good. It was like, I'm gonna... Yeah, that's gonna be one thing, too. I'm gonna be like, uh, let me tell you about the time uh, you get run over by your own car, son. So...
0: Right.
2: Sit down. <laughs> open this beer. It's gonna be pretty funny stuff. So, but no, it was good. Day. I... I yeah, just, just, just so people know that it's okay to have emotion on that first day. It's okay to have emotion on that second week. It's okay. Like, that's totally okay, you know. Like, um, with all the bad shit going on in this world, it's okay. It's it's okay to have that emotion because you you know that you love them and that you know mm-hmm. that, that, you know, that anxiety that you feel is, is real because of the amount of protection that you want to give them and the amount of love you want to give them at one moment in their life and I don't care what the other parents were saying about me walking back to my car as a grown ass man (laughs) crying I didn't care I did not care
1: there's a lot that goes into that moment there's a lot of sleepless nights that went into leading up to that time and there's a lot it was all on you and Mrs. Dash and the grandparents that was also off the you did a lot to get them to that point and then also you're just handing them over to someone you don't know and you have to trust the school district <laughs> hire good people and you know that fun stuff so.
0: yeah, yeah it's mostly yeah.
1: letting go and now you're sharing your uh, responsibilities with someone else and hoping that they're going to care about your child as much as you do yeah which is a lot to ask it's a lot of pressure to put on someone but. I'm lucky. Um, the, the people in my daughter's class, they're just top notch. I, I, I really like them. I like what they do. I like the, how they are with the kids. And so I'm happy where she gets to go.
2: Yeah, the teachers are nice to them. I, I enjoy mm-hmm. that. Then, I think they do a really good job in hiring the right, um, you know, the, that's the first view of a teacher, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's super important that, that it's like the most sweetest, nicest person whether it's a man or a woman and they don't matter but it's, it's just got to be almost like like mr rogers like you know mm-hmm. it, it just has mm-hmm. to be there
0: oh, yeah.
2: you know so okay. so yeah. uh yeah.
1: how about we actually get into business here so uh i'll let you start off that's what we're going to talk about
2: Okay, well, uh, I think it was a great idea uh, that we decided to maybe start bringing up some, some news of the news and current events of the week, man. Like, there's a lot of stuff that goes on throughout, uh, throughout our week and throughout our day, and, um, well, and sometimes well, it's not always politics, you know?
1: Well, I'll, I'll state so. it more specifically for you, because we do t- tend to tackle current events and news, but we usually do it on a national worldwide Scale. Mm-hmm. So this is actually the first time we're going to do it on a more local scale. You know, our local municipalities are a bit far from each other. So we're yeah. trying to keep it. We're actually keeping it within the state of California. So.
2: Yeah, yeah. So so um, one of the biggest things that is both our um, an issue that I think affects both where we live. You know, both counties that we live in um, is homelessness. That's that's mm-hmm. a prevailing issue here in California. It's not something that you. Um, it, it, a lot of people see the effects of homelessness in like the big cities, right? They talk about Los Angeles, they talk about mm-hmm. San Francisco, mm-hmm. but they tend to leave out our cities. They uh, you know Riverside and San Bernardino counties. They tend to leave out like Modesto and mm-hmm. um, Fresno areas and all that because that's where a lot of people who uh, found themselves homeless end up moving to or they 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 find themselves in our area and then we as a community are figuring out ways to to deal with this issue that some people were like one paycheck away or you know two paychecks away or one bad accident away of being in those same shoes as as many of of Californians find themselves um And so um, there was a Press Enterprise article that came out today that um, actually uh, fingered high rents as the uh, biggest contributor to homelessness crisis here in California, uh, uh, specifically in Riverside and um, San Bernardino County. And just in the last two years, I think the study, recent study just said that there had been a uh, 16% jump in the in in the previous year in Los Angeles, uh, and then according to the point in time count that which generally happens. So just so everybody knows that there are counts that happen annually um, in about every city and every county about how many homelessness people do we have and and the types of homelessness um, that uh, that they are, uh, occur that is occurring in that point in time, um, how many females, males juveniles um veterans that they try to uh, you know acquire all this information in this point of time count, and so just from the last point of time count from 2019 uh that they saw a 21 percent increase uh, about wow. 3,000 uh people you know um all together have and so that's a lot 3,000 people is a lot of people okay to be homeless um in our in our state mm-hmm. so it's a big deal, man. I, and I know I know you guys up there um, find a lot of you know have this same issue as well.
1: so what yeah. what
2: types of things are going on up there?
1: So basically what happens, and I don't think it's much different than what happens for you is basically um, I'm not sure if anyone's aware of this, but they did a study because to be poor in San Francisco, you'd have to make like one hundred and sixty thousand a year to be poor. Um, So what happens is people can't afford the Bay Area because Bay Area is insanely expensive. So what they do is they decide to move to places like Modesto um, because they can't afford it to them because they earn large salaries by my comparison. And so what they do, they drive the housing market up, they drive the rental market up. Right now, um, it's just insanely expensive. Like, um, I know someone who is, like, kind of trying to find a rental, and like, one bedroom, one bathroom places that aren't the best are commanding over a grand a month. Like, I, and I'm not kidding when I say this. But my house is a four three. It's about nineteen hundred square foot. I probably could rent it out for about two thousand a month if I really wanted to. Um, which I wouldn't because I still wouldn't still need a place to live. But um, that just goes to show you how insane it is, and that you know feeds the loop of promise to the people who live here who have always been here, now are priced out of the market of living here because our wages aren't high enough to afford um, these prices. If I didn't buy my house when I did, I certainly wouldn't be buying it now. I bought it at the tail end of the last recession when prices were at their low, and that's the only reason why I'm a homeowner right now. Because If I was in the market now, I, I wouldn't <laughs> be living anywhere. Who knows what town? I probably get stuck in Sonora or something. I don't know.
2: <laughs> hey, Sonora's not bad. I mean, you got it's, it's kind of a nice town. It's not. The, kind like, of. <laughs> it's not. No, I don't want to drive up and down the every day. Yeah, but then you got like Yosemite, just like right there. From Sonora to Yosemite's like literally yeah, I, right
1: there. We just had that conversation in our house last week. We live so close. Why don't we go? I was like, because we don't live so close. That's why we don't go. It's because it's right there. It's <laughs> not as close as everybody thinks it is, that's why. It's an hour and a half. But, I mean, if I can drive an hour and a half, would I rather go to the city? Probably. Or the beach.
2: It's about an hour and a half from the beach to where you at? Mm. A little
1: bit further, about two. But, yeah.
2: Yeah, everybody likes to say it's everything's an hour away, no matter where you're at. All right. Not unless, not unless you're over here where we live. It's not true. got to <laughs> fucking deal with this 91 freeway. Yeah, it's not an hour and a half. It's not an hour. It's a lot more than that because everybody wants to be on the fucking freeway all the time.
1: Right. And I, I like, did want to address I, the homelessness real quick. It's uh, local news up here. Um, I've been seeing on Modesto Beat on Facebook that the city of Modesto is actually looking at possibly investing a couple million in renovating an old hotel to use as a homeless shelter. I like that is okay. a great use of that. That kind of fun. If you're gonna do that, yeah, take over an old hotel and just renovate it to be a homeless place. Cause it, it, I don't know, maybe a little bit of dignity goes a long way. I think in Utah, yes. you learn that if you give homeless people places to live, they tend to do better. So
2: and it's cheaper. And and they're not homeless anymore.
1: Yeah, exactly. Funny concept.
2: How how is it for you down there? Well, here here's I mean you you touched you touched on a very good subject on, you know um a point on like the dignity right and then mm-hmm. and then um the state providing meaning the state meaning the government itself of whatever county or municipality right mm-hmm. it's just I just call it the state itself providing um, h- housing is that a, a lot of the issues that people tend to see about you know, homelessness and this punching down on on, on this issue is that um, where else are they going to fucking do these things that happen? Like when we have homes, a lot of our issues happen inside of the walls of our home, right? Like whether they're uh, drug addictions or, or drinking habits or, or uh, marital problems or you know whichever those things are, right? I mean, mm-hmm. our showering or changing of clothes or sleeping. All happens in these confined areas. and when you have homelessness, where the else do you think these things are gonna occur? You know, like what the what the fuck? you know? and, um, and it's easy and it's easy it's an easy uh, subject to punch down on. I mean, uh, it's it's like uh, it's when when we hear or see those um, with an immense amount of power, and I mean those are are able to fight back. Um, whether it's uh, through social media or, or just uh, the ability to sue or uh, call the police, or, you know, or even draw attention through, through actual media outlets. When, when they start punching down, they're punching down on people that don't have those necessary means, you know. And, right. and it's sad because that's the kind of society that we're, we're turning into where it's easy. That's like low-hanging fruit to go mm-hmm. after someone mm-hmm. who has no power whatsoever, right? No power and, and it's it sucks. Um, and, and then also we have this uh, one of the article that we were referring to earlier does mention that um, there has been a huge economic change in Riverside County um, that that has moved from these manufacturing jobs that were paying very well to now low paying jobs. Um, that are within the logistics industry, which was just bound to happen. Um, mm-hmm. Anything that gets shipped in from the L.A. ports and uh, Long Beach ports get sent over here. They're housed over here. The logistics of it happened here. And then now we're relying on a lot of retail and gig economies that don't mm-hmm. pay, that don't have benefits, that don't have health care, don't have sick pay. You know, and all those things that they 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 add up. You know, and so and we and we live in two very large. Your county, my county, the San Bernardino County are very large counties. are huge. They run, you know, um, they can run to, straight to the border almost. If you know, if if you didn't have a giant as mountain in between. Oh yeah. But you know, you know, so yeah, I live in I live in the largest. I live next to the largest county. Well, actually, the the second largest or the largest county in the United States, and and I think Detroit is the other largest county in the United States. You know that uh, what, how, the geographic area that encompasses and our county alone, San Bernardino County, I should say, um, had the largest amount of job losses during the during the, the Great Recession um worse than Detroit. Like Detroit got a huge amount of of uh, media showtime and and rightly they should because they did lose a lot of jobs as well. But we San Bernardino County and Riverside County felt the effects of it had the same amount of job loss if not more and the same amount of foreclosures if not more than any other county in the United States. Yeah, and it's- so it's not surprising that all this is happening here.
1: San Bernardino County is a county you're still driving through as you're crossing into like Nevada. Um, yeah and yeah like it, it amazes me because you know I just drove down through there um, two months ago going to Las Vegas and yeah you drive through some areas and it says you know, now entering California City 13,000 people and you're like where where are these people and then you sit there and think what the hell do these people do because there's nothing like yeah. you know a lot of yes. little pocket communities that are surrounded by nothing like I guess they're all just working for Borax I don't know but you know <laughs> Now they're in the 20 mule team road, you know, helping me do my laundry. Geez, you're you're going way (laughs) out there, yeah. 20 (laughs) mule team, yeah. But it's not all just, you know, like the fancy, rich Hollywood people, you know. There's a huge diversity that comes with having a county so big.
2: Yeah. No, and there's a lot in San Bernardino County. There's just, it's just... uh, I, there's a lot. It's um, it's 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 what they call a wicked problem, a problem that does not exist a single solution, but um, mm-hmm. multiple solutions that take up time. So there's mm-hmm. not a, a magic silver bullet. Uh, you know, there's multiple things that have to be accounted for. You know, and in that process of the solution, and it's not an easy fix. It's not like a five-year or ten-year fix. This could be like a twenty-year problem to, before we finally start seeing.
1: And if you're Things a politician, get better. You don't have that kind of time. No. You know you want you want to solve those issues that aren't that that have that quick solution. So it's not going to get tackled because you want to do that next good quick thing that's going to help you get reelected next year. Yeah. No one's going to give a rat's ass. It's going to take twenty years to solve this homelessness problem because you're not going around to see the benefits.
2: No, and and you know uh, the demographics in in Riverside County and San Bernardino County have, are change, are have actually have changed quite drastically, and so uh, a lot of these same politicians that have ran for the last twenty years, like these Marion Ashleys and and uh, Bob Bennetts and stuff like that, they're not gonna they're you're not gonna see that anymore. Uh, there's a, a a lot of uh, youth that are growing up now in this area who leave and sometimes come back but you know with all these great depressions that we're going to keep having another recession again another mm-hmm. we're just waiting for the next one to happen um which is like right. three or four years in the making right it's like three or four years is another one mm-hmm. and 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 they're they're growing up and they're living here and they're seeing their county and their city being decimated by it they're going to start voting these people out like these, mm-hmm. these solutions and these Guys that have been here for 20, 30 years that will only pay for firefighters or only pay for police but not pay for other services, it's going to bite them in the ass. It's going to bite them in the ass huge.
1: Mm Perfect. Well, I think that's going to be a good time to take a small, quick break, and then we're going to come back with more fun Debbie Downer stuff. So stay (laughs) tuned. We'll be right back. All right. (laughs) Some legends, are told. Some are to dust, up to gold.
0: But you will...
1: Welcome back everyone, we hope you enjoyed the music and uh, before we get into part two um, I want to get out one quick right about the city of Modesto Um, I I, I would say I've long complained not on this podcast but in personal as a resident of Modesto I've long complained that uh, for a city of 200,000 people uh, we don't try hard enough everything that seemingly good that we have long for us will get rid of um, and we did something recently it's, it's a good thing The overall Where I'm going with this Is overall a good thing Just I'm going to Slightly nitpick here Is um, this year We've gotten a new area um, Not too far from where I live Where they, they built this area For talk- Not taco talk- But like food trucks And when it first opened I think probably Early summer There was only a few of them They keep adding more I want to say these food trucks probably are there permanently, I don't know, but more sign up. And so you basically show up, Um, my family would be a good example, yeah, like maybe there's five of us, but maybe there's three different places we want to go to, so it allows us the ability to appease everyone without having to drive drive all, all over town. And my issue is, like this thing is so good, like it feels like Modesto finally did something that a normal city would do because um, that is a thing. Like, food trucks are very popular now. My problem is, you want to know what the city of Modesto named this place? What? Grub hubs. Grub, hubs. yeah. And I don't, you know, I don't talk to people much in Modesto. Like, I, I, you know, I live here and I do my business. But the few times this ever come up, like, it always makes me do a double take. Like, you're talking about the food delivery service? Like yeah, <laughs> working like why delivered to me because I don't want to drive for five yeah. minutes. But yeah, I was like that's my only complaint is who, what genius decided GrubHub's would be the name for this place. And I do Not even have any good constructive c- criticism, I didn't actually didn't take any time to think of what could be better because literally everything could be better. The naming. on Grubhubs. How
2: about, grass- how about gastro hubs? Yeah. You know,
1: right,
2: or right, perfect. Something right, you know, something just a little more. But Grub Hubs is just <laughs> feed too your easy. Face. I don't
1: but, know.
2: But Yeah. Yeah, feed your face hubs like you know, it's like like die of high cholesterol hubs. Something different, but Jesus, like Diabetes. stop relying right. on those interns.
1: Right. Uh, you finally do something right and then you blow it by naming it the dumbest thing you can think of. Because Grubhub already existed. So it's not like they were out ahead of it, but no. Dumb bucks. Yeah. Anyway, I just it's wanted right. to get that out there real quick. Did you, did you have anything? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, uh, Modesto's a great place to live and grow up, and, uh, you know, uh, probably one day our president of the United States will come out of Modesto. Um, but until then, uh, I, we got a Modesto man moment. I wanted to bring that uh, to the foray here. Modesto man arrested for using counterfeit money at business. Mm-hmm. Uh, quick excerpt excerpt is uh, officer's arrest year old I don't want to say his name for using fake money at a ripping in business uh, they were called um, they said a subject was paying with fake bills when they arrived they saw a vehicle turning into the parking lot and then they made the arrest because they found he had a thousand dollars worth of counterfeit money so that was it well
1: that my friends is what there we go. call the Uppy a stash bonehead of the week
2: yeah. At least only have like a couple of dollars on you, but don't go running around with a thousand dollars of fake money. Like you're asking to get caught. I mean come on, paper. man. Yes. Jesus. Not <laughs> only that, how did you like get called out so fast and then you hung out in the area? Like, fuck leave.
1: No, that's a cocky motherfucker. I think my shit's good
2: enough. <laughs> yeah, right. And, <laughs> You know, why don't you go somewhere else? Like go 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 to freaking um f- fuck go to the next city over, go to the next county over and use your money there, but I uh, don't know, because if you're uh, in
1: Ripon, like it's, it's not cheap to live in Ripon, so I, I'm gonna guess most of the people there aren't dumb. So I mean Yeah. Is is <laughs> ripping is ripping
2: a uh, is is ripping one of like uh like a a Beverly Hills of Modesto area or something? No. Um
1: I wouldn't I mean, it pretty much is. It's not that far. It's a little bit down the freeway from me. But um, it's a small, maybe fifteen to 20,000 person community. It's a lot like Oakdale. Um, to live there, it's not cheap. But you, you live there because the schools are pretty good. And uh, you get that small town community feel. Um, so it's very comparable to Oakdale. And I, I only know how expensive it is because uh, one of my coworkers lives there. And they just moved into a brand new house last year and I
2: think that house is well north of $400,000
1: so I'm um, going mean, to
2: guess people that are there had money <laughs> yeah so yeah, and Oakdale Oakdale is small though as well too uh, I mean because you got the lake and then I think you have like what one shopping center
0: mm-hmm.
2: in all of Oakdale One. <laughs> yeah. One grocery store, one yeah. one pizza place, one hamburger joint, you know, and then whatever yeah, other no, little don't, crap don't, that you got around there.
1: There's four grocery stores for all economic um, uh, people. You know, you got the one for the people who are a little bit poorer. And all oh. <laughs> then you got my bad. I oh, forgot the 99-cent cent cent store. You, you have the <laughs> O'Brien's for the people who have money. But, uh, yeah, unfortunately, that shopping center is losing its main tenant. Kmart is shutting down this year, so... Oh, damn. Um,
0: Not the Kmart.
1: It's going to be past Halloween time, so it's not like you can be like a Halloween store this year, so I don't know what they're going to do, but, um, yeah, but no, it's more, it it has, here's the thing, it's it's, way, it's not as simplistic as Stash makes it sound because, here's the thing, to get from the Bay Area to, um, you, me? you have to mm-hmm. drive through Oakdale like, yep. you just can't get around it so you try driving through Oakdale on a Friday during the summer and it's impossible in the afternoon because everyone's passing through so uh, it has more than just one burger joint because it has a lot of, it has a lot of tourism dollars coming through it so uh, but no it, everything else is pretty spot on it's a small community as we discussed in our um, in our week uh, episode of Last Call Brewing um, yeah talking about 22,000 people live there and a small town all the way small town USA and they like it that way and um, a lot of old money too so
2: yeah wasn't that wasn't that the area where you'd see like Bush country signs this is Bush country
1: well not Bush country but it, it's conservative absolutely it, it votes Republican um, you can pretty much bet your money on it that they will vote conservative and it was amazing awesome people like me come out of there liberal but it does happen and <laughs> so you yeah. know all that just because we talked about our bonehead of the week so we got anything else? <laughs> anything
0: no new I new think way?
2: um I, you know I, I think that's uh, there's nothing there's nothing super exciting that ever goes down around here I mean the same old Stuff just happens. You you uh, where I work, you see homeless people up and down the street. Everybody goes to school, goes to work, and goes back home again. We had a lot of fires in there. I mean, not a lot of fires, but I think we probably experienced our fourth fire in the area, and then it's out after like two <laughs> weeks or a week.
0: That's yeah, kind of it's no, kind of no.
2: usual around here. No, I'm
1: not gonna say. It. I was gonna say something, I'm not gonna say it. I don't want to Amazingly, we haven't had, like, a big, bad one yet, which is unusual. Usually there would have
0: been some massive fire by now, but, um... Again, I don't want to jinx it, but I probably just did. Yeah, well, the Santa
2: Ana winds haven't picked up yet. The uh, the, the winds, the winds haven't come yet, so... Everybody's... A lot of people have said the same thing, like, we've had it relatively easy, but... Dude, and the winds haven't kicked in yet, which they're going to be coming very soon, so just hang in there and... (laughs) it's gonna happen it's just a matter of time um but california i mean our area at least is getting a little bit better at getting this tamped down right away Mm -hmm. and um and putting the fire out but california it's like fire in california should just people should not be afraid of it anymore and we should stop freaking building houses in areas where we should we know we're having these things but like I mean, places like the National Park and, and stuff, they use fire to make to do clearings and, um, you know, uh, a lot of old underbrush to to get that out of the way. Because if you don't burn some of that stuff, this is why we get the larger fires is because the stuff hasn't burned in a long time. And same thing that happened over there in your area where you had that huge fire that seemed to last like a month or two mm-hmm. months or something. But last year, last season, uh, you know, north of Yosemite. Was yeah. because of that. A lot of that place had not had any fire for a very long time,
1: and sure that's why you get these huge, yeah. I sure it's not because um, they raking our forests.
2: So well, you, you know, rake. yeah, if you rake your leaves, you know, uh, everybody knows this. Even people in Finland know this in Norway and stuff. <laughs> you just r- you rake your leaves. <laughs> Come on. You, you, you'll, you. Mm. Hello? <laughs> I'm lucky
1: one has never gotten too close. We had uh, the Calaveras fire. Four or five years ago, where one day the wind shifted enough that ash was actually landing on the desktop. Um But it was just because of the right wind. But um, I'm I'm lucky; it doesn't get too close. But yeah, th- these fires, the campfire, which happened almost a not quite a year ago.
2: Campfire. That's what it uh, was. Campfire was campfire.
1: These things happen. We're on red flag days kids are walking their jogger thongs because they can't go outside, you know what I mean, so, it, it was bad, if, I mean, luckily, knock on wood, I was the one person in my family who didn't suffer too badly from it, but we, we have people who have, you know, not so much asthma, but we live in the valley, there's always some sort of, uh, breathing issues of some sort, and, uh. We went through our fresh air breathing treatments and inhalers. Last year. I year can't wear because that smoke was just blowing right on down. So.
0: Wow.
2: Yeah, yeah it does then happen. I got sent
1: to San Diego for the weekend, and it was nice because the air was clean. I was like, ah, oh. like it literally cleaned me up because I was getting to the point where I was getting pretty bad too. And then I went to San Diego for the weekend and got that nice ocean air, and it cleaned me right up.
2: Hmm. Yeah, you know, it's always nice to leave your um your 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 infested area, your <laughs> and, and go to where and go and and go to where the and go to where the rich people breathe fresh clean air, you know. So, oh, the best part! It kind of my my kinda favorite, reminds yeah. me of that movie Elysium. You know, remember that? Did you see that movie Elysium? Where you know they had there was two areas where everybody, all the all the poor people lived, mm. and then uh, you you go up to t- up up into space, and this is where all the rich people and they got clean air and uh, they got green grass and everything, and they live in this like fake simulated um, gravitational. Uh, stationary thing that's going on up there in space it's kind of crazy everyone should check it out it's of course Matt Damon's in it Matt Damon's in every fucking thing and mm-hmm. and you know he speaks Spanish and everything in this one so
0: mm-hmm.
2: I don't get that but anyways you should check it out it's it's an okay movie, okay movie. There, are other, there are other actors in there that are worth watching is it on Netflix? you probably could see it on Netflix or some pirate streaming website I don't know
1: there's well, always if you something out there. Stop watching The Office. I might find it. Yeah, yeah.
2: I'll, I'll see. Maybe it's on. Maybe, maybe, maybe if it's on. You know what? I'll look it up. I'll look it up. To see if it's on on Netflix.
1: Perfect. Yeah. So um, we got one last segment for you all this evening. I'm sure you noticed the uh, the beer was absent in the beginning. We save the beer for the end. And uh, so, you do. A quick little segment on beer then we'll let you go so stash take us away
2: well today folks we are going to sip on some langunitas ale uh the brewing company is um really uh really familiar for us here in california langunitas uh you might see them there's um they they got uh releases that you see in the bottles and whatnot um even even you see them during the winter time which they do have quite a bit of of winter stuff that go that goes on um, um i'm trying to find a, they're out of petaluma california uh petaluma is a very beautiful place if you ever just want to go down to a, a beach area a nice richie beach area petaluma is cool um, and, and their whole idea of uh, making beer for California is they want to make things that are like familiar that are just uh, that touch on your emotions, that touch on like your palate, that make you feel like, man, this is like California, right? This is mm-hmm. when I drink it, I think of the beach or I think of the mountains or I think of my ex-girlfriend or whichever, you know, comes to mind about it. And so today we're doing something, something easy. Uh, if you ever check out their beers, they always got uh, um, funny little names to them. A little something, something's another one. Uh, something easy, twelfth of never. Uh, so check them out. Yeah, check them out. Um, they're pretty cool. Today uh, it's something easy. Uh, it's a 5.7 AB, ABV. Uh, you're looking at about 50.8 on the IBUs. Um, and so let's go ahead and crack this. Uh, uh, crack this puppy open. Let's see what we get here. I'm doing that for our fans out there. There's one guy who loves to hear this noise of us opening and pouring, so this, uh, this something easy is for you. Okay. The color's not so bad. Definitely does look like a... S- <laughs> Like, like during our beer week, up here, reminds us that when we were holding, the, holding it up in the air and we wanted to see the color of it, and it looked like pee. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> pee this is a... yeah. Yeah, yeah. This definitely has that. you're like halfway dehydrated, nice. you were not completely dehydrated yet, but yeah.
2: You're you're <laughs> definitely on the steps of dehydration. I can tell you that much. It's <laughs> definitely knocking on your door. That's for sure. It's just one more drink and you're letting this in. Um, but it's very nice. I'm actually drinking it out of a Coachella Valley Brewing Company's cup, so shout out to you guys as well. Um, and the smell of it is really uh, really good. It's uh, it's definitely aily. You can smell the grapefruit. and It's a little little fruity, so i just going to give that first, first taste test here. Definitely is dry. That's what hits me the first. The first, uh, does that do you get that when you when you taste this? I don't know about dry, but
1: I'll just cut to the chase on this one. To me, it's almost just like Sierra Nevada paleo. It's just kind of it, almost to a T. It's got that bitter aftertaste, and it's a little bit dark and. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if, like, the two were sitting next to each other at the liquor store and I was in the mood, um, I would go with whichever one's cheapest because to me it's exactly the same, um, which means it's done well. Um, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale has this cult, like, following because it's been doing been doing it for a long time. So it brings me back to that time, so, like, let's say when I turned 21 back in 2003 and I was going out to the bar, um, back in those days, like, you know, that the cool edgy beer on tap is always here in Nevada parallel mm-hmm. uh, especially where I live since I'm closer to Chico, California um, so it just brings me back to those days when I was like oh yeah back when I was a young pup 21 thinking I was a cool guy at the bar just bringing us here in Nevada um, it takes me back there because it's very similar maybe not exact but very similar
2: yeah I'd I'd say this is like it's cousin mm-hmm. you know like like, because uh, it's bitter. It's dry bitter. I mean, that's, that's the first thing that I taste when I when I do this. I mean, it's there. And you can taste the fruitiness of it. You, you it's just the biting of of the bitterness. It's kind of really hard. Uh it, Yeah, you're right. It does sort of remind me a lot of Sierra Nevada's little. This is like the little cousin of Sierra Nevada. This is
1: a little sissy. From, you the, know. from the
0: cooler yeah.
2: town down south. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Along the coast. Uh-huh. You know, I'm, I'm the coastal cousin. You know, yeah, bro. Yeah, bro, I'm the, I'm the coast, you know. so But it's not bad. Um, no. I, I, I probably uh, would say that this may not be something that if I saw in a lineup that would be one of my first picks— but if it was sitting next to maybe, like, a Coors, a Bud Light, and a Coors Light, I would probably pick this. Sorry, Coors. I don't mean to throw you under the bus. But, yeah.
1: You did, but it's all right. That's, they deserve it. Yeah. We're not doing yeah. a sponsorship
0: for that many
1: And no responsible liquor it, store is going to be putting anything in Lagunitas next to that trash. Um, if you notice, they always keep them separated. You got your basic yeah. um, white trash beer, and then you got your... I have a decent taste and a little money to beer. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> but... It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right out there. I mean, um, I, for the longest time, was all about their IPA, um, because it was there, and it was a dollar cheaper than the other IPA, so I always bought that, and then when I was in the mood for a double, I would sometimes stop at 7-Eleven and get the Hop Stupid. And Hop Stupid is a great beer if you want a good double IPA and not break the bank, so... This one's up there. I mean, I don't hate it, don't love it. It just tastes familiar. So that's the only thing I don't like about it is it tastes like something I already know. So. On a scale yeah. of, like, 1 to 30, I'd give it, like, 27 and a half.
2: 27 and a half? You're a little generous. I'm, like, at a 25 on this 25. one. <laughs> 25, yeah. And and I, it's really hard for me to come up with a good... Um, food pairing out of this one um, because of how bitterly dry this one is but this is probably a probably another good barbecue beer if, if it's probably like you'd have to do this when it's super cold like put this in the freezer and let it di- get dang near frozen you know <laughs> so beer when it slush. comes out it's like yeah so it's like super refreshing well like right before it becomes beer slush like you can't even open the can because you know the air will make it turn into slush type of moment it's like that and if you're a true drinker like uh like we are here on Uppy and the Stash show you kind of know when to pull that beer out before it gets to that point at least I do especially with coronas but I don't. it's kind of you really <laughs> do have to have it really cold I, don't. So. I
1: tend to forget <laughs> oh you're the kind of guy that could just leave
2: them in there and then drink it on no matter
1: what happens i've already put that much effort into it yeah the show must go on so yeah yeah (laughs) i hear oh i'm terrible at remembering
0: so
2: yeah so i guess my food pairing with this one i'm kind of thinking about it here is it probably like a um this one's kind of cool I, I, I can kind of feel like a uh, Spice rubbed uh, chicken legs Like on the grill Like perfectly seasoned You know Where you do get that That sweetness of like a um, Brown sugar And then the Slight hitmen, hit, hit, Like the, the The hotness of a uh, And smokiness of the paprika And some chili powder And then like a good coleslaw Yeah like a good refreshing coleslaw and this beer and that chicken phew, there you go you got yourself a good meal
1: well <sighs> yeah I'll, I'll give yeah. you a, a true to life one since so this is going to be my life the second I hit the stop recording button and stay up to download the files uh, my food pairing is probably some salty potato chips and maybe some string cheese I'm eating that regardless yeah. of what I'm drinking <laughs> 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 yeah. My belly to <laughs>
0: well.
2: yeah, I I gotta I gotta do a true to life one too because I think this is kind of like where you would go. Uh, this is that, that day where I'm I'm like uh, huffing down um, those little because my my son has tons of cheese in the house from school, mm-hmm. so that and and salamis, you know, the oh, Columbia yeah. the Columbia salamis, mm-hmm. you know. And and uh, I usually do like the Trischkets. I don't want the pepper on them because that's yes. like kind of my favorite. Mm-hmm. And so that's those are like the three things that I'll just sit there and eat, and maybe throw a couple of olives in there just because you know they're sitting there and they're like the martini ones. <laughs> you know what I like to do if I don't have to share? Ah, uh, I buy the
1: peppers on them. No That's even better. It. It's better. Oh man, it's better, and no one else will eat it, so I get it all
2: to myself. Oh, not in this house. You see a package of salami, that thing will not last. That uh, thing will go by fast. Everybody's got to get a piece of the salami in this house. <laughs> but see, I kick it up a notch, and, and what I do is that I know the salami will go. So I get like prosciutto mm. and capicola, and I do stuff yeah. like that because they won't eat it, but I, I, like I will. That. Yeah, I see? Like the ones and so, like, I have. Yeah.
1: you get that rare treat like my grocery stores? I'm not sure if Stater Brothers. Um, Has this, but you get the pre packaged ones where it's like they're like saying they like the bruschetta and stuff where it's like pre wrapped around some cheese and stuff. But it's usually like eight dollars <sighs> for a package, so it's like it's not something you do every day. But like one thing that I was like, you know what? I have just enough money, and I'm my... just hungry enough, I'm gonna go home and devour this thing. <laughs> just do that,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. So. And and uh, and and we're not quite as lucky over here because. I don't know why our store doesn't do that, but you can you can still get the packaged stuff. You just have to do it on your own. Mm. Thanks, thanks, Stater Brothers, assholes mm.
1: for not Stater packaging my... It Brothers reminds me more of like Mike Costless. And Mike Costless would not have that kind of stuff. I go to the uh, No, uh, I call Bitch White People Store. I guess. Yeah. More the people
2: yeah. that I see there. Yeah, I guess I gotta do like a Ralph's. Or a Vons around here, because that that's what we do at a Ralphs or a Vons. That's that's more higher end over here, mm-hmm. at least in this area. That or or you got to go with Sprouts. Sprouts is like the ultimate Uber of organic food that would have that kind of um, clientele. That would be like, I only eat <laughs> my salami wrapped around, you know, the finest cheese, and you have to wrap it because I don't want to do it. The, you know and I'll pay you twenty dollars to eat it you know to no, do I it, have so. money
1: and I fell for the hype
0: yeah,
2: N- yeah that's very <laughs> much it that's very much it okay. and and then you find out and then you find out it's nothing special no, it's, it's just, just the reason why they're charging you more it's, it's the same damn thing I'm like who makes this salami oh Columbus I'm like that's the same stuff I get at Stater Brothers what no it's the same stuff we get here too damn what, it made me feel like it was all nitrate free and <laughs> right. you know well, made be by a true italian
1: States, but yeah you shouldn't be investing in too much of that stuff but once in a while you need one of those beer brats and you just be, you have to have the nitrates
2: oh yeah don't get me started on
1: beer brats okay that i won't be, so yeah. i'll let you um i'll <laughs> let you state uh our, your parting words for tonight. Uh, all um. right so
2: my parting words are this to you guys ladies and gentlemen after a uh, very rough and emotional week with uh, my son going to school and everything else that goes on in our week, uh, I just say uh, hug your loved ones, give them kisses, hugs, call them, say hi to them, check in on people, um, just let them know you're there and that they're important and, and keep them close. Well, very fitting thing to say also on the
1: remember be today. Um, my parting words are we hope you enjoyed the show. We wanted to pay homage to our friends over at Idiotville. Um, they run a fine podcast so if you did not like the show it's not because of the format it's because Steph and I just suck. Um, <laughs> but when you're done listening to us wherever it is you're listening to us on, whether it be Apple or Spotify or whatever stay on stay on where you are and just uh, look up Idiotville and listen to see how the masters get it done themselves. And then um just make sure you're following us on Facebook at Uppy and the Stash Podcast. Twitter Uppy and Stash. If you'd rather email us, you can do that at UppySh podcast at gmail dot com. And uh just engage with us. You know, when we're not recording, we're not doing anything else. So well I mean we're doing lots of other things, but we would prefer it if you got on Facebook or Twitter and stuff and engaged with us or so be doing that and we'll send you a sticker as well. So until next time, we wish you a good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Good night.